Hi, I'm Lenka. So, hi, I'm Natalie. In Into Your Life podcast, we discuss anything and everything related to our life. The premise of this podcast is to lean more into our life and find ways how we can carve more time and space in our businesses and our busy lives to really tune into ourselves and live life to the fullest. When was the last time you just sat down and had a conversation with somebody? I'm talking about a full-on conversation. You started at A and you ended up at Z with no gender, no plan, no time limit. You just had a conversation about anything and everything. When was the last time you did that? But today we are going to talk about conversation, the power of conversation and where they can lead you. And I don't know if any of you have noticed, Lenka and I tend to have conversations. And these are the tamed ones and the shorter ones that we record. You can imagine what they're like when we're not recording. Lenka, what do you get from conversations? What do you enjoy about conversations? I absolutely love this topic, and especially as it's coming from two introverts where potentially if you self-identify as introvert, you might not be realizing the power and importance of conversations. And I know that this is something that only is coming back into my radar and awareness quite lately to see how important non-agenda, genuine, kind of not prepared, not planned, not structured, not scheduled conversations with a fellow human being how important it is to allow us to bounce ideas of each other, to share our thoughts and feelings and ideas with each other. And ideally, yes, do it in person because the virtual world just misses something. But even if you can't, even if you have to self-isolate, you live far away from people, but having pockets of genuine connections with people that it's not like business networking where you have an agenda and you're trying to find out who the person is it's not a client call it's not even sometimes like coffee meetings or kind of a wine zoom o'clock they feel very structured very forced you might not have seen the person for a long while so you kind of go through the checklist of i've done this and this is how the business is going and this is how the kids are doing and this is what i've been going through which is nice to like to have this catch up but it's not a conversation where you would start somewhere you would explore an idea you would go on a journey together through your mind and thoughts in the world so i absolutely love conversations with people and we learn so much with them through them about ourselves about the world around us and what I've learned lately is that we also can process our own emotions our own trauma our own issues our own frustrations and overwhelm the moment we are forced to vocalize it the moment we have to explain it to someone and we not have to but the way we really because if it's we often have conversations in our head we have those similar conversations in our own heads but it's not the same as if you really speak it out loud 
and you need to put it into a meaningful sentence and you might need to have some follow-up explanations to really get the point across to the other person and then when you can listen to how it resonates and what the other person actually picks up on and what further questions they ask you so i am a big fan of conversation which obviously you know and i really see the value of it for processing in terms of healing in terms of learning and in terms of yeah genuinely not feeling sad and lonely and isolated i love the way that you think of, of conversations and as introverts it's the way that we communicate is having these deep meaningful conversations and one of the things that i love about conversations is the power of a conversation information that is shared the rapport you build the the knowledge that gets passed on and it's not necessarily having the conversation to pass on knowledge just through having the conversation knowledge gets passed on and it's it's such a powerful pool and it's a powerful way to connect to connect with another person to build a relationship and it's something that in my opinion i feel we're losing we're losing that art of the conversation or the skill of the conversation or even the desire for the conversation how many times did we just meet up with people oh let's just go for coffee and and a and a, and a catch up which three hours later it's like what happened you know where did time go what have we talked about and, and this almost like this is a dying art now it could be wrong and i really hope i am wrong but one of the reasons why i've been thinking about conversation is so much loneliness going on at the moment through loneliness was a huge issue for 2020 you can imagine this issue has been exasperated with all the forced isolation people not being able to connect with friends or family and not being able to see other people this forced isolation so taking a problem and making it into an even bigger problem and conversation is a way that you can not necessarily combat loneliness it's it's a huge topic but you can start to break down the barriers if somebody is lonely having that conversation can almost be a lifeline they're not going to necessarily reach out loneliness is a disconnect from relationships from society you feel disconnected from things and conversations can help you to reconnect with 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 others to rebuild relationships and break down this disconnect conversations have power they have a way that they can bring us together and it's a way that can really connect others there's no timing to it and as i mentioned earlier there's no agenda to them either but what conversations do is they connect you to others they connect you to other human beings connects you to somebody else and it takes you out of that place of loneliness Now conversations are not just for people who are lonely. It's not just a tool to combat loneliness. 
the less conversations there are, the more loneliness appears or comes about. This is just something that I'm observing in, in my little circle of the world. I'm not saying that this is happening everywhere. Conversation is something that I've really been thinking about. I'm thinking about it within my own business. I'm thinking about it myself. I love having conversations with people and, and going to such random topics that half the time I think, where did that come from? How the hell does that fit into anything? And then you put the wills to right and then you go again. And, and this is something that I'm have noticed doesn't happen much and it hasn't happened much in my life since the pandemic because now you've got to almost schedule these talks in you schedule them in whereas for yes you might have scheduled meeting up it was usually understanding that there would be a conversation involved whereas now you're going to say not a 15 minute call no not a half an hour call can we actually have a conversation call and you it doesn't happen naturally. It's not something that seems to just happen on its own. It's not something that is organic, it's planned. And this is one of the reasons why I've been thinking about conversations. I've been talking to other business owners and trying to understand where they're coming from or trying to learn about what they're dealing with you know, in their business. A lot of it is uncertainties, overwhelm, loneliness, all of the usual stuff that, that we're having or that business owners experience. When I mentioned conversation, it's like, oh, yes. Oh, I haven't had one in ages. I really miss having it. And it's like we've forgotten how to have a conversation. We've forgotten how to just sit back talk about anything without having that agenda and one of the things that that really got me thinking about this was was the book that I've just finished reading and I know I have mentioned it in a previous episode it's a book together it's about just how can we be together when we're so far apart the world is smaller we can have conversations Lenka and I are in two different countries producing this and it's great but the world is smaller how can we feel more together more connected more in sync or in line with each other and this is what conversations used to bring conversations also have they are powerful and they have the power when you're talking to someone, you can see, are they in a good place? Are they in a sad place? They need a shoulder to lean on. And not necessarily to do their woes or, or anything, but it just might be having that conversation might be enough to just get them out of the funk. It might be enough to let the other person know that the person they're talking to just needs that needs a conversation a connection there's so much in a conversation conversations can go anywhere and everywhere and i miss having conversations i think that one of the problems right now and yes the pandemic and obviously the isolation the fact that we could not and still have 
issues meeting up in person, we're still recovering the whole in-person world. Part of it is that we kind of believe that our technology made us believe that we're closer together, that we are connected because it made everything so much more efficient. We could have a lot more meetings in a day because of the Zoom, no commuting. We could start talking to anyone and everyone across the world. It Technology does make us believe, and yes, in practice, in many ways, it does make us a lot more efficient with communication and our conversations. But it then also brings certain issues and it really highlights the difference between different types of listening. And you have kind of in general two different types of listening. You have the listen to understand approach when you generally listen to the person and your only goal in that moment is to understand what the other person is saying. Or you can listen to reply. And that's what we often keep doing, be it with marketing, be it on social media, be it at networking, be it with business, be it with friends and family. We often simply listen and already prepare what we're going to say next, what we're going to say next. We listen to reply, which makes all those conversations about us, which then makes you sharing something wonderful, sharing something incredible. It makes it about me rather than for me to simply be present and be there and say, I listen and I try to understand. I might not be able to understand, but the only attempt of my listening is try to understand and be there for you and really take whatever you have to say. And I think it's part of the problem with technology and our attempt to be a lot more efficient and we want to do it faster, we want to do more, we want to do... Um, different things and we're putting aside the quality and the depth and that we are making it so much more about ourselves rather than genuinely being there for the other person and I think that the technology also creates the uncomfortable silence so much more uncomfortable you know in certain conversations with certain people that be it on a business meeting, be it with a friend, be it on a romantic date, sometimes when there is a silence, it can be so uncomfortable. But meaningful conversations actually require silence. They require moments of peace where you can take a deep breath, you can allow the brain to process you can look around yourself to really understand and give the other person the time and space to be like, are you finished? Is there anything else you would want to add to it before maybe I will talk for a little longer? And I think, again, the technology somehow really makes us eager to then go on. Like, we so often we will jump and talk over each other on Zooms and, you know, we will um, kind of have issues to sit quietly, just stare at the screen because it's so unnatural for us. But we do need... The, the dynamic of the conversation where there needs to be a moment of slowness and listening and quiet and processing. I love how you have brought in the listening um, into conversation because listening is part of conversation. Conversation is just not speaking, it's the listening as well. And I, I'm really pleased that you, you brought that. And 
listening is is skill and it can be hard even face to face because one of the reasons could be that we are so, as you said, focused on listening to reply that we're already thinking about our reply, our response, before the person's even finished their sentence and then to, to get into it. When you really listen, absorb what the person is saying and then take time to cultivate a response, it requires skill. It requires almost a slowing down of activity and it's not necessarily physical but it can be sort of mental it's just being present it requires you to be present in the moment and as you mentioned these silences are quite something when they when they online as opposed to when you are face to face although as you said those uncomfortable silences yeah I've sat through a few of those <laughs> yet you also can have these really comfortable silences where you comfortable just both of you sitting in your own little bubble for a little period of time while you digesting what's just been spoken you absorbing whatever it is you have those comfortable silences it doesn't happen online because you for me i don't feel that connection to the other person i don't feel that physical connection that you have when you're face to face and it's it's filling that space isn't there there's this filling that space and I know you and I have many times talked over each other <laughs> quite funny <laughs> it's listening is, is an art and it's it is another one of these skills or arts that is a dying we have to relearn how to listen. We need to relearn how to have meaningful conversations online without the physical present. We need to relearn how to listen. I've often asked in networking why one person almost jumps on top of the next person to get the pitch out or whatever. Whereas when you were face to face, it was always that moment when the next, you know, that gap space. Somebody said to me once, because I, I asked her, I said, why do you just jump in straight away? She says, I don't like the silence. The silence scares me. And I've, I've asked a few other people and somebody said, well, I want to, I don't know when I'll be able to get in. So I want to get in. So it's almost like pushing in, making sure that you get what you need say into it I mean it's it's almost like a fear or a push and shove that's happening speaking as an introvert when you go into places like this it can be quite overwhelming and and stressful because there is no silence there is no break there is no okay that person's finished speaking let me have a moment a couple of seconds to just digest what they said before I listen to the next person. It's, it's, it's the one person finishes and before they've even literally finished the last word, the next person starts. How do you process one person to another? And as an introvert, I struggle with that. And, and this is where the silence is great and the pause 
is fantastic, but also appreciate that it can feel really scary and really like you're going to miss out if you don't get in, if the silence is too long. But remember the saying, silence is golden, or the song, silence is golden. Well, when you talked about networking, you really reminded me one of the best advice I've ever heard about, you know, going out and networking and meeting people and making great impression and being very rememberable. And the advice was to be interesting, be interested, which really shows that we will think so much higher of a person and we will feel so much more connected to them and we will remember them more the less they say. The more they ask us about us, the more they talk to us and allow us to talk about ourselves, the more we will remember and connect with them. So for networking, especially for introverts, it's actually incredible advice which makes you so much more rememberable and a better networker listen to others, be genuinely interested in what the other person is saying, ask lots of follow-up questions and do put your own ego aside. If you manage to put your ego aside and put aside that I really want to get this out of the way, I really feel the need and like I have the best response ever and if I just could say that everyone will think how brilliant I am. If you manage every now and then to put these urges aside and just give all your attention to the person speaking and allow them really freely, completely express themselves, they will remember you so much more. They will find you like the best conversational partner ever and you will build such a deeper relationship. Well, obviously, hopefully, the next time you will have something to say, they will do the same for you. And that's how you really find the best conversation partners, the best business partners, the best connection on networking events where you can mutually do that for yourself. But I found this to be the most incredible advice anyone have ever given me. It's to be interesting, be interested. Start having more conversations in your life. Reach out to friends, to connections that you've had you would like to have a conversation with and say can we actually have a conversation no agenda let's just see what happens let's just see where this goes so it's actively increasing the conversations that you're having in your life if you enjoyed this episode make sure to comment like and share with your friends so we get more wonderful people listening into our random conversations.